As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Today I had a, I mean, I had a really uh, exciting day today to meet this man. We have been talking back and forth on LinkedIn and I really enjoyed speaking with him and learning a little bit about him. So I can't wait for you to meet him as well. And his name is David Munford and he is a host of a podcast, Seeing Red with David Munford. And he has overcome addictions and uh, some of those addictions were porn and drinking. He's also overcome depression. And now he's on a journey to change one person a day and to help them come back. And I, I love that. I love that it's one person a day because that's realistic, right? It's impacting people's lives one person at a time. So thank you so much for being here with us, David. How are you today? Nina, I am, I am amazing. And I mean, can't believe th this is the first one I've been on in a while. Mm. So sharing my story. So I'm kind of, kind of, kind of got to get the knock, knock the dust off and get kind of get the rust knocked off but you know <laughs> like you like you said in the intro it's just hitting you're just touching one person a day That's and sometimes and sometimes that one person is yourself mm. is is just touching yourself uh, helping yourself out one 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 day because if you have a good day like this morning started out crazy i wasn't feeling good i didn't i was anxiety and anxiety levels were out the roof this morning and then by this afternoon i was like you know what just forget about it it's okay <laughs> you'll get through it That's you'll, awesome. you'll get through today and it, it really helped myself thinking like i actually had to stop myself and breathe and said you can do this it's okay Yes, you're busy. Yes, you're overwhelmed. Yes, things, you feel like things are getting out of control and you can't control it. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. It, it's it will. Going to be and it will. It, it, it will. Yeah. And when once I did that, my whole afternoon totally went 
did a 360. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Yep. Nope. You're right. You're right, David. And, you know, I think that's the right attitude too, because we, you know, it doesn't, you know, like I always do this to myself as well. When I get a little bit of anxiety or worry, I always go, is this serving you? Is it serving you well to be in this place right now? And and it's not right. It doesn't really serve no. you to be in that place. And so um, thank you for sharing that. And so I, what I wanted to start the show off with, um, I know I gave a little intro of who you are and mm-hmm. I, and I do want to go through that journey with you. Right. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about you. Who is David? <laughs> Gosh. Um, I'm learning who David is for the past 10 years and we, we can dive into that because I've really had to relearn who I am and what I'm capable of and that I'm just as worthy as anybody else that, um, that I'm okay to be me. I don't have to be like anybody else. Right. I don't have to be like my parents. I don't have to be like my dad. Um, I'm okay to be me. But uh, as a date, as a day job and a job that I, I honestly love and I don't think I will ever, I don't think I could ever leave or they would ever let me leave the job if I even tried to, is I am a service advisor at a Toyota dealership. Oh, cool. And I literally fell into that job and just by just by circumstance didn't realize didn't realize I put an application in I've been doing this been doing it for two years now and I have growing up I was always very quiet very introverted very just I'm I'm happy by myself and if I'm by myself I'm fine this job has really broke me out of the shell of I have to talk to customers I have to handle situations that usually I would be like, okay, I'm not handling that. That's not me. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do that, but I've learned I can handle it. And I love working with customers. I love making, um, changing a customer's day when they come in and think something's wrong with their vehicle. They're having a bad day. By the time they leave, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for helping me. Thank you for, thank you for taking care of that. And right. I had a customer today thought they were going to have to pay for a tire repair. I found out they didn't have to pay for a tire repair. They they had free free services. And when they when they left, they're like, "Wow, that just that just made my day." So it's it's just like we've been saying. It's hitting that one customer, and right. it's it's helping that one person. And then I do host a podcast um, about to start season two. Pretty soon, I was supposed to start it this uh, first of this month, but life has been just out of whack. <laughs> life has been life. <laughs> so hopefully very soon I can start season two and I can get some new stuff released. But I've got a whole lot of shows archived and need to release, but I have not been able to. And I've got to, I need to get into my editor so I can release my release some new shows. Yeah, and, and you need to, right? Because um, like you said, you have to impact one life at a time. And if you're not, mm-hmm. you know, releasing your podcast or another way for people to hear you, how are you doing that, right? Besides the, you know, your work, right? Yeah. right? Um, I think we yeah. all have 
so many things that we've been through in life. And it is super important to use our voice to help someone else who's going through something. Right. Um, So it's good. I'm really happy that you got broke out of that being introverted because that's going to help someone else now, you know, Uh, some people think that that's something they can't change, you know, but they can. Oh, Oh, yeah. Um, So tell me a little bit about your journey, because, um, you know, it's very interesting. I know that we talked about that you've been through quite a lot. (laughs) And so, you know, we don't have to unpack all of it, but I still would like to know challenges. And I would like to know, you know, the journey that you took to have overcome these challenges. Yeah, um, I can give the reader, I can give the reader digest version. Uh, Basically, I grew up in a very strong Christian home. Um, went to church all the time. I mean, every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, anytime things were going, I was in church. You know that, yeah. That, that, that's, how, that's how I grew up. Right. But in uh, graduated high school in 99 and moved away to Atlanta, Georgia for an uh, intense discipleship program. Loved that program. I was involved with that program for two years. During that time, I got to travel all over the U.S. and got got to go to some great countries, got to do a couple of mission trips outside of the nice. U.S. In 2001, um, had the opportunity to stay in Atlanta, but things just didn't work out, and I felt God say, go back home. Well, I came back, I came back to Cleveland in 2001, and that's kind of when the, the, hard shell started forming i went back to church i went back to doing what i was doing but i just wasn't happy i was like mm, this isn't uh, i just don't want to do this because i knew what i wanted and i didn't want to be here mm-hmm. and so uh, so in 2005 from 2001 to 2005 I, I still went back to church i still did the church thing but i just wasn't happy i was like eh, i'm just okay i'll do it i'll do it 2005 um I kind of like to call it my dive off the deep end moment and I moved in with a female in 2005 around Christmas of 2005 and um that I had really I hadn't I don't even know right not that that's not the right I had I I shouldn't have done it, but I was like, you know what? I'm 25 years old. I'm going to do what I want to do. My right. parents aren't, my parents aren't going to tell me different. So my dad found out I was doing it and he was like, that's not the way you're raised. I said, I don't care. I'm doing it anyways. And literally in 2005, I pretty much said, screw God, screw the church, screw my family. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I let, I literally walked away from everything. Uh, still lived in Cleveland. Uh, my parents still live here. I literally stopped talking to my parents for five years. I had nothing to do with my parents. I had nothing to do with my family. And um, during that, during those that five years from 2005 to 2010, I got highly addicted to pornography, going to strip clubs. Um, never never did never got like escorts or anything like that never went that far but like the strip clubs went to strip clubs all the time mm-hmm. um got to play boys all that stuff um and i was an alcoholic uh looking back on it now and that's just i just 
came to that realization I was an alcoholic for five years about a about a year a year and a half two years ago mm. I was thinking about it and I was like wait a minute I drank when I the only time I was not drinking if I was at work and if I was sleeping beyond that I was drinking all the time right and and I and that that was a way I was coping with not feeling loved or not feeling because the girl I was with, we were more roommates than we were dating. It was just someone I was living with just to live with. And I was trying to find a void because I didn't feel the love for my mom. I didn't live, feel, find the love for my parents. And I was trying to find something to feel it, to feel that love. In 2010, after a party at the house when everybody had left, I looked at her and she was crying. I was like, well, what's going on? And that was the, you could say light bulb moment in life or the the rug was, well, the rug was definitely pulled out from underneath me, but she said, um, I'll never, I'll never see so-and-so again. And I was thinking, well, we'll be together. We'll go to California. We'll go visiting. And she's like, well, there was something else. And when she said there's something else, it hit me and she's like I've been unhappy for the last three years you need to move out and I was like oh and it all it's like a deja vu moment or a like a like a clarity moment of wow that happened three years ago I saw that three years ago I should have stopped it three years ago but I was too stubborn headed to realize it and I kept doing it I kept going through it and I literally I just turned 30 I had to call my parents that night and said hey can I can I come back home tomorrow they're, they're like yes you can come back home and my dad's like I'll come help you move out tomorrow so I said can I stay here tonight and I'll be gone tomorrow by the time you get off get out of work she's like yes that's fine you stay here tonight just please be gone by tomorrow so 2010, I moved in, I moved in with my parents and um, I went through during two, from 2000 and let's see, that was May of 2010 until November of 2012, I, I knew what depression was or heard what depression was. But I experienced depression, right. very dark depression, and I was still living with my parents. And but I would come home, I come home from work, eat dinner, go in my room, and not talk to anybody. Right. Not have think anything to do. And my dad looked at me in 2012 and said, "Here's the bottom line: If you're leaving in my house, if you're gonna if you're gonna be part of this family, you have to go to recovery." I was like, "Okay." So I went to Celebrate Recovery in 2012, and um, come next next year will be 10 years that I've been involved with Celebrate Recovery, and it's been a daily thing of fixing myself. There's not a most people think, oh, it's a quick fix. Mm -mm. Recovery is not a quick fix. Right. Getting getting right. healthy is not a quick fix. Because right. so, yes, I've overcome pornography. Yes, I've overcome depression. 
but if and a lot of like anxiety um oh my gosh thinking well, i'm not worthy of any what did you overcome drink, drinking yeah. I, drinking just stopped i could i mean i drink some now but i mean it's not like an, i'm not an alcohol i'm nowhere near where i was okay. the drinking stopped i just like when i moved in with my when i moved in with my parents they did not drink at all right you know you have phenomenal yeah. parents too because you didn't speak to them for five years and mm-hmm. then you just call and say can i come over you know like can i come live um it's something yeah. right that the, the love of a parent is just incredible right yeah um, that they must have been a very big support system for you even through all of this they were they were i saw them i may have saw them like at christmas or i may have talked to them i don't know i may have talked to them once a year maybe right I don't, but i don't remember like now like since 2010 to now for like the last 11 years i talk to my parents every day That's i call my parents at least at least every day sometimes sundays just crazy and i don't but we um when, when i started going back to church the church they were going to the celebrate recovery was at, and i growing up i said i will never go to that church because i didn't i didn't i didn't like the church i thought it was i just didn't i had a bad bad feel for the church for that the church they were at but when oh, i that's went that's the one you left when you left no that's not the one i left when oh, okay. i left it's not okay. it, so it let was, me let me uh, touch a little bit on the on on your journey there, right? On your faith mm-hmm. journey, right? Yeah. You went from um, you know, not wanting anything to do with God, not wanting anything to do with any of that, you know, religion and all of that stuff, right? That's why you mm-hmm. moved in with a girlfriend and so on and so forth. So right. was uh, you know, how was that journey coming back to your faith? Because it sounds to me like you came back because you said you went back to church. So how was that? Um it was amazing because the the um the former pastors of our church um knew my wife knew what i had gone through knew what i had been through knew my story knew a little bit of my story and there were some things that happened that were just so falsified and she looked at me she looked at me one night i think it was one of my first I think it was one of the first nights at Celebrate Recovery. She looked at me and said, I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I'm just glad you're in church. And please keep coming. That was that was the that was the former pastor. Got it. The former pastor's wife. She's like, she said, I don't care where you've been or what you've done. You're here you're loved and i'm glad you're getting help and i was like okay that that that's what i wanted to hear that's what i needed to hear at that point that she 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 accepted me for who i was right and not of what i had done she said to me as a person and i was like fine then i love going to the our, our church now it it is it is honestly is one of the best churches i've i've ever been in growing up because they actually there's a lot of it's it's a fairly large church, but people always check on you there when you when you're on Sunday mornings. They're like, "Hey, I'm missing you. I'm missing you for a while. How are things going?" I'm like, "Okay, you actually care about me. You right. you actually want me here." And 
now for the past 11 years that I've been back in church, I've actually had to relearn. I've actually relearned everything growing up because I thought I knew things growing up. Mm -hmm. I thought I had a relationship with God, but it wasn't until what year is that? 2012 at a coffee shop with one of my mentors that walked through those five years with me that was there the whole time that I could talk to that I had coffee with when I was in the dark place. Um, he actually asked me in 2012 if I'd ever accepted Christ. And I was like, well, I know I did like at a youth camp or at church. I mean, he was a former youth pastor. I said, I know on like Wednesday night I did, but he was like, no, have you ever personally do it? I said, I don't know. He said, well, no, you have, then you have it. Then you never have. And once I did that in 2012, like reading the Bible now or list, going to church now and or my faith is it's who I am. Right. It's, it's my right. foundation. Mm-hmm. It's my it's my true foundation right. of how I can get through anything in life. Right. Your anchor, right? It's it is. It is my anchor. It's my anchor. Yeah, it's my anchor too. And I so I understand that. And you know, it it's something, right? When you are like you said, and I am so glad you said that too, because you said that every day you're discovering something, you're, you're, you know, um, you know, making sure that you're on the right track, making sure. And that's a, that's a good thing to say, David, because I, you know, one thing is people struggle with thinking that, oh, you got it all together like this. And then they're still struggling. They don't think, you know, that they're doing the right thing, but that's not true. We, it takes Mm, work every day. Like, you know, I'm on a weight loss journey for my own life and my own health. And, every day is a decision. Every day is a decision, right? To make sure that I don't eat the wrong things, to make sure that I do go work out. It's an everyday decision. And that's the way it is too, when you're struggling with what the things you struggled with, right? Oh yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. And most people I've been in celebrate recovery for well, 10 years. And in the past 10 years, I've met people that come for about a year or come for six months or come for a couple of weeks. They're like, Oh, I'm good. I've got this worked out. I don't need to come back and just disappear. I'm like, let's see how that works out for you. Well, yeah. I know that's not going to work out for you. <laughs> I know yeah. it's not a quick fix. Right. So things, things aren't gonna, things aren't gonna work out. Right. And that's just an honest, that's really just an honest statement, right? Because, um, you know, for all of you guys who are listening, you know that this is a journey and it's a process and you're going to have to fight every day for your life and to make the right decisions. And that that's okay. It's okay to be there and it's okay to admit that. And it's okay to have to make these decisions every day. And, and you know how you do that is you put a line in the sand and you say, I, this is not, I'm not going to risk. If it costs me too much, I'm not risking it. Right. It's like mm-hmm. when, when like when when I have like these conversations with people who don't have, you know, a faith in God. Right. And then and they try to tell me about why I shouldn't. And I'm like, you came too late. You came too late. I already do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's something I'm not going to waver on. Right. Yeah, exactly. um, I'm just not going to bend what I believe to appease you. That's just not what I'm going to do. Um, and yeah. so that was a decision for me that when I made that decision, that was it. That, that decision doesn't have to be made every day. I get it. 
right? I get it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, will there be challenges? Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> does life come and kick you in the butt a little bit? Uh, yeah, it sure does. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you must be having. Not, in some days, it's, mm-hmm. in some days, it's not, it's just not every day. Some, some days for me, it's every moment. Yeah. Life oh, is kicking so me in the butt. Yeah. And it, it's just like, it, it's, it's, it's moment, but you got to take, some people think, oh, I made it one day. For me, I, some days is okay. I made it. I made it right now. <laughs> now let's let's go That's this facts. next moment. That's facts. Let's go this next moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go yeah. this next moment. <laughs> that that's just facts right there. That's so, true. You must be having a ball is. having your it your is. podcast. Are you are you talking to? Who do you talk to on your podcast? You know what's your what's your listener? Who's your who's your audience? It's really anybody I connect with on um, LinkedIn. And when I'm when I make a connection on LinkedIn and I look at their profile and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they would be interested, mm-hmm. be interested in coming on. Mm-hmm. I just ask. I'm like, I straight up ask. Yeah. I mean, I've had maybe three, three or four people be like, no, don't want to do it. Or I've had a couple that are like, well, if I do this, then I'm gonna have to get paid. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> I want it where anybody that wants to do just like we're doing just have an open conversation about their life about their about things that they're struggling with or like their journey of what they do right I've I've literally I've only been doing this well a year now August 7th was a year and I've literally talked to people pretty much all over the U.S. And literally around the world and had people on from our kingdom, um, Ireland, Scotland. Oh, my gosh. The uh, Philippines. I mean, everywhere. So fun. Me it's, just, it's, just, it's, 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 just ask, it's just asking people and like, do you want to do it? And some people are like, well, I'm nervous about doing it or I've never done it. I'm like, well, let's, let's do a Zoom call. Let's do a discovery call, kind of get to know each other. We'll talk about it and then kind of break that ice. And then they're like, oh, this is all this. I'm like, yeah, this is literally all, all it is. And nice. some, some of them will do, we'll, we'll have a discovery call and I'll be like, they're like, well, can we record right now? I'm like, sure, let's record. And I'll hit record and we'll just go with it. Oh, good. And, yeah. That's the way to do it, right? Get them there right there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so so you started the podcast. I know it's to impact a, a, a one person's life at a time, and that that mm-hmm. it, that's a really cool concept. And I, you know, I'm glad that you that you're doing that. I'm glad that you're reaching out. I believe that you reached out to me. That's probably how we met on LinkedIn. Um, I, I, think, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm glad that we met. I'm glad that we got to do this and I'm glad that I got to hear about your journey because you just dropped some real knowledge there. I mean, like just one thing at a time, sometimes one moment at a time and you just got to get through it. Right. So where do you want right. to go from here? What do you want to do with this podcast or with what you're doing now? I know I'm going to continue. I've got people lined up that already want that want to come on. Um, as soon as I can get things settled back down, because it's been rocky for the last couple of weeks, our mm-hmm. life, life, life has 
life has been life the last couple of weeks. So as soon as I can get things settled back down, um, I'm going to start season two. I have a co-host for season two. I'm going to dive. I'm going to dive into some of it. I'm going to dive into mental health a little bit more. That's so good. that's what I've I've really struggled with that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to do that a little bit more. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change the platform very much. Because it's worked so well that I don't want to change the platform. I thought about changing it, but I'm like, no, it's been working good. I'm yeah. just going to let it go mm-hmm. and go with season two and see, see how long this do, goes. Right? That's so great. I'm glad that you're going to touch on mental health because let me tell you, Cliff, if they, I mean, it's Cliff, David, if they keep shutting us down, you're going to be very busy talking about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> mental health it's is getting, real, it's a real thing. It's getting bad here again. Yeah, it, they were uh, yeah. they were starting to the school the school systems are not low not here where I live in the county I live in, but in uh, Chattanooga Hamilton County they come out every day saying they're going to have to they're they're going to require masks again. Yeah, yeah, Online. we already started here. We started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so mental health is going to be a huge problem. I really do believe that. I think within the next year, we're going to have, we're going to see the results of all of this and it's not going to mm-hmm. be pretty, right? So it's going to be good for you and for me, right? To be impacting people's lives in a way to help them through that process and help them to think things differently and to help know that they're not alone and that there is a process to all of this, right? And that, if- yeah. We can encourage people with faith even better, right? So that's that's yep. the goal. So I want to thank you very much for being here with me, uh, David. I'm glad you reached out. I'm glad we got to talk. I'm glad that yeah. you're here to impact my audience um, because that you know that means the world to me. So thank you for that. Thank you for taking the time. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I, I, I was re- I was really looking forward to it all day. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you I'm glad we connected. And guys, yeah. thank you so much for being here for listening for spending this time with us. Make sure that you follow his podcast. So I'm going to say it again. It is let me make sure I got it right. It is seeing red with David Munford. So make sure that you go and um, follow him. I'll make sure to link everything down in the show notes so you don't miss an episode. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure that you review and make sure that you let us know what you thought of the show. And if it bought you value, make sure you subscribe, share with your friends. We will be here soon for another episode. This is Nina Perez. This is Straight Talk no sugar added until next time make sure that you visit our website at straight talk no sugar added where you can subscribe to our show on itunes and stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on youtube so you'll never miss a show and while you're at it if you found value in this show we'd appreciate a rating on itunes or if you simply tell a friend about our show that would be awesome too If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.